All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Thursday, January 5th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. Clayton, new year, new movie coming out this weekend. We got a big new release. We're going to find out if Megan is more than just an internet meme. We'll find out if it's a real box office doll or not. But before we get into that, I think we've got to we've got to continue the saga that is the downfall of the rock the downfall mm-hmm. of Dwayne the Rock Johnson you know we don't want him to become something of a BO boys whipping boy but he's putting himself in that position um Clayton a new article just dropped just yesterday it was in variety and the headline of this article is secret meetings to Keela and Black Adam versus Superman how Dwayne Johnson's bid for DC power flamed out. Um, let's get your take on this, Clayton. How much more has The Rock fallen in this past week? Is it is it is it completely off of a cliff, or is it off of a small hill? Where where is The Rock dropping right now? I mean, he. I wouldn't say it's a precipitous drop because mm-hmm. that tweet, that um, tweet uh, oh, that we've covered extensively. Right. If you haven't listened to our coverage of that tweet, the the uh, tweet about his financiers, right? Uh, we yes, have a whole episode the famous about financiers it. tweet. Ch- check it out. Uh, he talked to his financiers. And uh, the whole profit thing. I mean, that I think was the the, the largest fall that he's mm-hmm. taken. He just keeps slipping down. He can't get a grip. It's like he's on the side of a slippery slope. At the bottom right. of that slope is a valley. Right. And I think right. he can sense it. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see how he – all of this stuff that we're getting out now is things that people had already assumed, things that we had already – talked about and pondered and kind of nailed before this was knowledge. And so this is all, it kind of feels like things that we already know. It's going to be when other things start happening. Yeah. A lot of this reporting, this great reporting that's going on, you know, the new variety article, a lot of what it's really doing is just confirming previous B.O. Boys episodes mm-hmm, and B.O. Yeah. Boys analysis and showing that we were right all along. You know, this newest Variety article talks about how Dwayne Johnson went around basically all of the D.C. executives, all the Warner Brothers film executives, went straight to CEO David Zasloff and basically tried to make himself and his Black Adam character the new centerpiece of D.C. He went mm-hmm. straight to the CEO tried to ply him with tequila and you know, as powerful as the rock is, he's not as powerful as he thought he was because I'm looking right now and I don't think black Adam is the centerpiece of the DC universe. And I don't think Dwayne Johnson is the head of DC films. I don't think so. That's not true, right? No, it is not. In fact, okay, so the failure work. of this movie precipitated uh, DC being even more urgent in their finding and naming of new heads uh, of the of DC in order to move forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, the interesting thing that was in this article was the super pet stuff. 
Yes, yes, fascinating and, stuff here. And this is stuff, something that we had talked about previously. Pat, are you are you at that section? Can you read that section? I, I, I am. So, you know, basically when DC League of Super Pets came out in July, late July, if you go back, and I think everyone should go back, listen to the B.O. Boys episode covering that uh, release and, and the preview for it, one thing that we dissected a lot was the rock's instagram and the fact that the rock at that time was not heavily promoting dc league of super pets even though he was the star of it he was a producer you go to his instagram at the time as we pointed out it was a lot of squares that were advertising his tequila brand squares that were advertising the launch of the xfl that is was still almost a year away at that point nothing advertising DC League of Super Pets, and we right then and there said this is a big failing for The Rock. So if you look at this Variety article, uh, here's a quote. Meanwhile, the Johnson, that's Dwayne Johnson, the Johnson-Warner's relationship already was wearing thin after Johnson pushed for a producing credit on the animated film DC League of Super Pets, which opened in July, but did little to promote it. The actor also insisted on a tequila bar at the New York premiere of Black Adam featuring, featuring his Terramana brand, despite the film being rated PG-13. So that's from Variety and Clayton. That basically confirms everything that the B.O. Boys said. Again, go back to that episode from July. We said he was not promoting DC League of Super Pets, and he was pushing his tequila above all else. Variety confirms the B.O. Boys earlier theories from july and we also mentioned that at the end of super pets there was a Mm -hmm. black adam sort of uh i don't want to say stinger but there was something to promote black adam which is what he was really worried Mm -hmm. about the whole super pets thing was just a vehicle for him to it was a wrestling thing right this was the run-up to wrestlemania black adam was supposed to be wrestlemania and what he did was he took that segment that was at the end of super pets and he instagrammed it and and mm-hmm. probably tweeted it out so that it was completely ruined for anybody who was going to go see super pets to see that he was yep. just worried about black adam he wanted that out there and that's the kind of stuff that he could get away with when people thought that he had some sort of power in dc and now he has Zero power. He's never going to be in another DC movie. And so he's just looking like a brat. This stuff is making him look like a brat. Tequila around a PG-13 movie, right? Of course, adults are going to see superhero movies, huh? Most adults see these movies, huh? But still, PG-13, it means that kids 13 and up can go see it. It's not a good look to have booze everywhere. No, no. No, and, and this this is now the chickens have come home to roost with Dwayne Johnson, where he's putting tequila above his movie roles. He's putting XFL above his movie roles. He's putting other movies above the movies that are currently what he's supposed to promote. And it is a giant mess. And again, the B.O. boys have been saying this since DC League of Super Pets flopped in July. So, now, you know, thank I- you, Variety, for confirming Great job. And we don't want to get too much in this because we got to talk about Megan. No. we got to talk about Megan. Yes. <clears throat> big movie, got, big we movie. Will. But here's the thing is that 
this could be the beginning of the downfall for The Rock because you mentioned okay. something while we were by the water cooler mm-hmm. earlier tonight before we mm-hmm. got on these hot mics yep. that he's going to launch the XFL soon. Yes. A, yes. a football league that already failed twice. Yes. And he's going to be launching it in the shadow of a NFL player who had cardiac arrest on the field that put all the NFL, you know, playoff things and all these things up in in arms, right? Now, I'm not saying that that in itself is bad, but I'm saying that people are now thinking about football differently and the XFL is going to lack the thing that the NFL has, which is gambling. It's not going to lack it completely, but XFL is not going to be as popular to gamble on as the NFL, right? Because you don't know the players, you don't know all these different things. So without the gambling element, the XFL is probably going to fail spectacularly. So this will be no superhero movies for The Rock, his XFL dream of resuscitating this dead brand will also die. I mean, he's going to have, of course, he's going to have big tequila uh, Gatorade jugs on the sidelines. He's going to have that. Um, The players are going to get too drunk. That's going to be a disaster. So this is this could be we're looking at maybe the downfall of the rock. I, I think maybe not the downfall, but but something you said at the water cooler. This could be the rocks, Tom Cruise jumping on the couch moment. You know, this yeah. is this, I mean, this definitely is. I think we're gonna or, look or the Will Smith maybe is a Scientology uh, Scientologist moment. Okay, maybe that. Because that was or, when yeah. he kind of, that's when his career went into the valley. Yeah. Of but course, now he's t- in the deeper valley. But he had that, he had that, oh, what's going on with Will Smith? He's had some stinker movies. Yeah, but I think if we stick with the, the Tom Cruise jumping on the couch moment, that's what this year is for The Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the most amount of bad press he's ever had. It's the most amount of box office losses he's ever had to take on the chin you know we don't even have to get into the reasons why the xfl will probably fail it's just going to fail because it's the xfl and that's what the xfl does Mm -hmm. so it's a bad time for the rock listen he's one of the most charismatic people there is big star all that he could obviously come out of this but he's got to take a breath and understand this is him jumping on the couch Yes. And after Tom Cruise jumped on the couch, he eventually took a deep breath, figured it out, turned it around. But if you don't take that deep breath, you may not turn it around and you may you end got, up as Mickey Rourke. You got to see. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. And you then you got. You always end up as Mickey Rourke. You've got Cena, who's now in the catbird seat at DC. Right. And then you got Batista, who, I mean, he's a guy who's opening an M. Night Shyamalan movie. He's a dramatic actor now. So it's like right. The Rock needs to find his way back into the conversation about stars that were wrestlers. Because now right. he's he's at the bottom of that hierarchy when he was at the top for so long. So we will end up talking a lot about Dave Batista in a couple of weeks or next month when Knock at the Cabin Door comes out. But Clayton... There is another new movie coming out this weekend. I think we got to get into it. Um, and that is Megan. Megan. The Megan. dancing doll movie, Megan. Allison Williams in a horror comedy from Blumhouse. And everything I'm hearing about this is it's more of a 
comedy than a horror horror movie. This is a PG-13 movie. It's not a hard R. It's not going to be gory. Um, this is a movie that has a lot of internet buzz and has had it almost since the photos of the doll dropped last year. Then mm-hmm. the trailers delivered. People are talking about it. Well, ha- Clayton, have you seen the reviews for Megan, what the Rotten Tomato score is for this film? I'm assuming they're great, right? 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it means that the critics are liking this. And of course, we're not critics, huh? Huh. And critics aren't everything, huh? Huh. But the critics are liking this movie. And that makes me think that we're not going to have a snakes on a plane situation here. You know, that was a famously terrible movie that was an internet buzz creation bombed at the box office. Mm-hmm. If Megan is good, it's only going to help. You know, yeah. I mean, there's there's things that may. I mean, the thing with Sex on a Plane, obviously, is the one that everybody looks at because it was the first time the internet drove interest in mm-hmm. something, and then everybody realized nobody was actually interested in it. They were just goofing on it. Mm-hmm. I believe the memes, and I'm not a meme guy, but I believe the memes that have uh, that are Megan centric are loving. They're not goofing. Mm-hmm. There's yes. there's genuine interest there. The other thing is, it's a thriller. It's James Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a track record here. Uh, when we had when we had our our, our friend from the uh, the New Flesh on, mm-hmm. Brett. He, yeah, Brent from the New Flesh. Yeah, hashtag horror lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He is a guy who said. And we agree. Horror is one of those things that is is keeping the theaters going, right? Because mm-hmm. you got your tent poles and you got the Marvel movies, but also kids go see these movies, adults go see these movies, they're date movies. This is a PG-13 movie, which mm-hmm. to some mm-hmm. horror hounds and gore heads are going to be like, oh, uh. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's good for its box office because this could be a first horror movie for ya- a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's PG-13, it's got a dancing doll. It could be their introduction to horror. And I think it could okay. be a fine introduction. And I think that's one of those things where you could, you're going to see a gaggle of girls, young mm-hmm. girls, going to see this movie together. Mm-hmm. And that's going to drive the box office. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. big. And so I I don't think the memes are going to be harmful to this. It's not a Morbius situation. Cuz right, you know right. we talked we talked about how uh Snakes on a Plane is this great, you know, lesson as don't trust the internet. Listen, executives haven't gotten any smarter. They re-released Morbius because people are goofing on it. Right. I right. don't see the Megan stuff as goofing on it. I think there's a genuine interest in a interesting movie with a captivating image which is this dancing doll and this weird doll that i think has really sparked interest and people are going to want to see what she actually does yes 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 and this is not a situation where the internet buzz was trying to manipulate the movie because that i think is the main thing that hasn't worked over the years you know the snakes on a plane buzz was famously about, oh, we want Sam Jackson to say this stupid line in the movie, and they mm-hmm. insert it in there. Or we want uh, the Snyder Cut to come out. Yes. Or we want Morbius to be re-released. You know, those are all internet goofs. 
This is just a bunch of people really like that dancing doll and they're talking about online. Yeah. You know, it's not, hey, why don't you have the dancing doll, uh, you know, d- climb the Eiffel Tower? Mm-hmm. That would be funny. And then they stick that in the movie. No. Yeah. The movie is the movie. Like you said, it's produced by James Wan and Jason Blum, who have a great track record with big screen horror. So here's another factor that I think is really in this movie's favor. The 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 human star of this is Allison Williams. Yeah. And this is someone, you know, she played Marnie on Girls, underrated, great show of the 2000s. Yes. And she is this... This actress who, if you look at her filmography, has done a weirdly good job of keeping herself special. She Uh has not been in a lot of stuff, but what she's been in has been pretty well-known, and she's crafted this sort of steely scream queen without screaming persona that people are really interested in. You know, she's got Get Out. She's got The Perfection, which was a Netflix horror movie. She was Marnie on Girls, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, she did Peter Pan, uh, the live She did the Peter Pan Pan live, but I mean... Movie-wise, though, I think you're right. Movie-wise, it's interesting because when I was thinking, just as a viewer, because me and you are probably Mm going to see this this weekend, I think we're both excited for it. Yes. And part of that was... I want to see Allison Williams back on the big screen. Yeah. And I don't, I, and there's, we can't be the only two. No, we're definitely not. We're girls guys. This yep. is known to everybody that yes. we're around. Your wife yes. knows this. Yes. My past lovers have known this. Mm-hmm. And I think Marnie was a character we loved to hate. Everybody loved to hate. And we saw the canniness that she brought to that part. Mm-hmm. Did the same thing to get out. I'm really interested to see what this character, the creator of of Megan, is 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 all about. There's some interest yes. there, not just with this doll. So I think that's also an element. Yes, yes, and and she does have that love to hate her persona, mm-hmm. which plays really well for being the lead in a horror movie. Yeah, because you pretty much have the promise that. Either she's going to do some horrible things, the dolls are going to do some horrible things to her, her and the doll are going to do horrible things to each other. But either way, if you want to love to hate Allison Williams, a horror movie is usually going to give you that opportunity. So that is a nice promise for the theater goers and for her fans who hate her or love to hate her. Exactly. Or at the end, you may realize, oh, it wasn't that bad after all. Who yeah. knows? We yeah. don't know because this movie is a mystery other than a doll was created to protect this girl and it goes awry. Yes. So why don't we, before we give our predictions for this film, we both picked out a couple of comps that I think are just interesting comps for this movie. So this is a January horror release and there actually have been pretty consistently January horror movies the last five years. January is always a good spot for horror because mm-hmm. it's like sort of a dumping ground traditionally January, but then horror is a great kind of genre to throw in a dumping ground month. Yeah. And last year, 
there was a huge horror release. And this shocked both of us when we looked at it, that this movie came out all the way back in January. But Scream uh, 5, 5 Cream, five cream. opened January 14th, 2022, to $30 million. So basically... Yep. You know, this time last year or a week ahead last year, $30 million, of course, you know, that is an iconic series. Mm -hmm. It was a big, long way to return, had a lot going for it. But $30 million, which I think shows you there is that kind of opening possible for a January horror movie. But right the thing now. with Scream, it was coming off of Scream 4, which, which did not do well. People did not know what they were going to be getting from this. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, it is a franchise. People know it. But still, there was that kind of hesitance. This thing could totally crater and bomb yep. Yep. and flop. And it didn't. It succeeded. It was, yep. it's, you know, it's listed up there as one of Paramount's uh, many successes this past year. So mm -hmm. uh, the other one we were looking at that didn't open at the same time, but had a, you know, also has a similar idea was the Child's Play reboot from okay. 2019, which this did open in the summer. Yep, so, it was a June June 21st, 2019, and oh, it opened to which I yeah, uh, well, which I would think at the time was a slightly disappointing 14 million dollars. You know, it, it was like a pretty highly publicized reboot. You know, Aubrey Plaza, who, of course, is not a uh, movie star or anything, but that seemed like a movie that could have broken out and was expected to break out. You know, it got a summer release and $14 million, I think, was a little underwhelming. Does well, Pat, Clayton, does it, that it didn't even say reach, anything to you? It didn't even mm -hmm. reach the, the opening of Scream, Five Cream, in its entire run. It topped out at yeah. 29. This was a failure. This movie was a failure. Well, does that then, as we look ahead to predicting the opening weekend of Megan, does the Child's Play reboot bombing in 2019 give you any hesitancy about a killer doll movie right now? No, Chucky has had so many movies. There's so And even while this movie was being released, there was a competing Netflix film that had just come out or was going to come out that was the same okay. original timeline. I think this movie just the hardcore Chucky heads may not have gravitated to this. Okay. And so I also think that the general public were kind of also like, oh, I'm not really interested in another Chucky movie. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so I think Megan is, it seems fresh the minds behind it are minds that people really trust, and mm -hmm. it just looks fun. I think it looks fun in a way that the Child's Play reboot, and I remember watching it, it was pretty fun, but I didn't have the same sense of, oh, this is going to be a blast, the way that Megan mm -hmm. looks like. Megan looks like it's right. going to be a freaking blast, and that's what people want right. to see right now. They want a blast. And here's one last thing I'll throw out there as we look ahead to Megan and we talk about it in comparison to Child's Play. So Child's Play with Chucky did bomb. Mm -hmm. But the killer doll movie that spawned a franchise is Annabelle back yes. in October 2014. That movie opens to $37 million. So one thing I'll posit here 
especially if Megan does overperform or performs well this weekend, is that maybe it's not that people don't want killer doll movies. They specifically want female killer dolls, but they don't want a male killer doll. Yes, you know? so possibly. That, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Annabelle, female killer doll, giant hit. Annabelle 2, female killer doll, also giant hit. Chucky reboot, male killer doll bombed in 2019 so well well, the future of killer dolls is female we all know this Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so yeah i think there's an element of it too where that feels passe you know yeah uh what so do we want to talk about what we think it's going to do because let's do it box office pro has it anywhere between 20 to 30 okay and they're going with 24 so they're basically hmm. they're basically saying that it it does not have really a chance to beat Avatar: The Way of Water, which that's okay. fine, and and right. I don't I didn't expect it to. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of Jim Cameron haters did. They expected this movie to be out of theaters by now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do think that this is going to be the number two movie. But I think that this movie is going to open to. A cool $27 million. Wow. You know what? I'll go a cool 30. I think it gets to 30. 30. I think this is a riser. I think Megan is going to have one estimate on Saturday morning and then another estimate on Sunday morning that's higher. And I think this is going to be one of those movies that grows as the weekend continues. You think this is a bad boys for life? I think not at that level, but possibly at that incline. Yeah. You know, like I think this is a movie that's got a lot of good buzz and now it's got the reviews and I think it's going to get more people in there as the weekend progresses because people are going to say they like this movie. That's, you know, we haven't seen it yet, but it feels like it's going to be that type of movie. And there's, and when you look at this, when you look at the, what is out right now, the mm-hmm. only thing that I could say that borders on horror is the whale. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything else, mm-hmm. I mean, horror is such a staple, and it's it's a buzzy film. It looks like it's going to be fun. I don't see why this wouldn't succeed. Nothing else is going to stop it. It's either Avatar or this as the two options. Or if you're a real little kid or an adult who wants to relive their childhood – Puss and Boots, The Last Wish, is your ticket. Mm-hmm. But I want to dance with somebody's dead. Uh, Babylon is dead. Violent Night is out of uh, out of season at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the Megan Megan is going to be very strong because its competition is very weak. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got horror carved out to itself, and it's got comedy carved out to itself. You know, yes. I mean that's the other part of this. This is a horror comedy. There are no comedies anywhere near the the box office right now. Yeah, you know, there's I guess Puss in Boots probably has some laughs, but yeah, that's not I think it's be probably a, funny. A, you know, uh, and we did talk about how for it probably is something of a date movie because of how deep Shrek goes into people's uh, consciousness right now. It, it, yeah, but, and I mentioned this earlier that uh, I do think Megan's going to be a big date movie. Yeah. Definitely. So, so yeah, I, I think I'm going 30, you're going 27, but I think basically we're both going on the higher end 
for this movie. We both think it's going to overperform expectations. So then what are we looking at for Avatar? Because I think we both agree that Avatar is going to be number one, and it's added some theaters. We just uh, You just sent yep. me a, a tweet from our friend from Exhibitor Relations Co., uh, Jeff Bach. Yep. Jeff Bach said that it's adding 138 theaters, so it'll be up to 4,340 theaters total for its fourth weekend. Now, Another are they PLFs? Stat- that's the question. If they if they're if they're not PLFs, I don't know how much that matters. Well, the thing is, I doubt that they're adding PLFs because Avatar: Way of Water probably already had all, all the, PLFs, of the PLFs, and yeah. and I don't think they built. New PLFs. That's in the last very couple of weeks, true. Unfortunately, That's very true. yeah, that was so a stupid comment have, by me. Yeah, so they probably have just added. I mean, the thing they've probably added are some Babylon theaters because Babylon's dropping a lot of theaters this weekend. Yeah, so they've probably just added more regular 2D theaters. But remember, we're now four weeks into Way of Water's run. This is the point where people will go see it more often in a 2D showing because they've seen it in 3D, IMAX, all that. And now they just want to see it again for the sake of seeing it. So I think think you'll get more of an audience that's willing to see it in non-PLF because they've probably already seen it that way. So, Um, you know. Oh, sorry, Pat, you continue. Well, I was going to say an interesting stat I also saw is that, you know, this movie continues to kill it on the weekdays. And it actually, on Wednesday, had the biggest fourth Wednesday ever for a December opening movie. You know, so that means that it had a bigger fourth Wednesday than Force Awakens did in its fourth Wednesday. It had a bigger fourth Wednesday than the original Avatar did. You know, so that is the level of legs that this movie has right now, Mm -hmm. is that... It is continuing to set records for weekday showings, even as we've now moved out of the holiday corridor. Yeah. So it shows people are loving this movie at a record level. Yeah. It's doing it again. It's doing it again. It's doing it it's again. It's doing it again. And you know what? It's so crazy. In what, two years, the next one's supposed to come out? Or is it supposed to come out in 2024? It's supposed to come out in 2024. So not December 2023. It'll be December 2024. Uh, people will do it again. People will say it again. Oh, uh, 100%. They'll say, they'll, they'll say it's too soon. It's too soon after the last one. Yep. Yep. Um. So, Pat, let's do our top fives, and let's give our number for Avatar. Now, just to let you know, Box Office Pro is saying anywhere between 30 and 40, and they're going with 36.1. Okay. So they're going right in the middle there. Yeah. Um, All right. So then let's do our top fives. Avatar way I'll go first. Avatar Way of Water is gonna be number one. Last weekend it made sixty-seven million dollars, which was a again a plus six percent from the weekend before. Sick. Just I mean, sick. I think I think it's gonna have an incredible hold, and I think it's gonna do I'll give a round number forty million dollars in its fourth weekend. I think, think it hits it's forty million. Do forty. 
I think it drops 27 million, which is like a 60% hold. Now, um, Pat, so just then, to throw something in there real fast. Sure. Um, a Man Called Auto, which was limited release, is expanding, yeah. limited expanding. It's not going fully wide. That's in a, in a week or two. But it's opening okay. in 650 theaters. So just keep that in mind. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Good to know. All right. So number one way of water, I think it hits 40. Megan, I'm going 30. Keeping these nice and clean. Uh, number three is going to be Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which last weekend made 16.8, which was a plus 35%. I think it makes $10 million this weekend. Okay. You know, I think it it also drops less than 50%. So I think it's going to make $10 million. Um, I mean, I don't know if A Man Called Otto is going to have a play in the top five because I think then number four is going to be Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. And... God, the number five, this is just such a shit show here. This is where a man the, called Otto could could um, sneak in. But do you think a man called Otto in 600 theaters is going to make $2 million? Is that possible? Because I think $2 million is what it would have to make. Maybe not even. Well, Box Office Pro is saying that they think it's going to make $2 million. And I Want to Dance with Somebody well, is so weak. Is so dead. Okay, then you know what? I think then if that's the case, if a man called Otto could make a million and a half to two million, it will be number five because All right. I Want to Dance with Somebody at 3.9, that's going to fall under two. Oh, and I'm sorry. And, uh, uh, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. We've yeah. been... We have been, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to say Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody stays at number five. Okay. Um, that's, that's where I'm going. What is your top? No five? love for your boy. Hanks. I mean, not no love, not no love, but it'll open wide next week. You know, this is Megan's weekend. I don't think Hanks is out there trying to, you know, out promote the the dancing doll. He's he should. I mean, if he was trying to, he would have. He would have done the the Megan dance and been like, right. "Go see uh, a man called Otto." Or he would have just done the smile smile. He should have just ripped off any sort of promotional thing that has been successful in the past six months. Mm-hmm. So, uh, number one, slam doink, Avatar: The Way of Water. I think this movie is going to make. I, I see that's the thing is like I feel like this thing's gonna make 37. Okay. And then Megan, I already said I think is gonna make 27. Puss in Boots, I'm with you. I think this movie's gonna make like eleven million dollars in number three. Okay. Number four, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I think that's just a movie that people are continuing to see. Good for you, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And yeah, A Man Called Otto, it's going to be really hard for this thing to go number five. I think just by default, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody is going to be number five. Yeah. We'll talk about Man Called Otto next week. I'm not down on the chances for that movie, but limited expansion, I I feel like it's not, you know, this is not the weekend. Yeah, it's it's not going to be in the front of people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Um, Not yet. So, 
Big Not things. Yet. Big things you're thinking. So, Clayton, I want to read a couple of five star reviews. You know, we promised we would do this. Yeah. So I want to read a couple of five-star reviews Alrighty. that we got on Apple Podcasts. And again, give us a five-star review and write something on there. We'll read it on the show. So this one is from someone called Kathy Pants. Five-star review uh, she wrote last week that says, My favorite podcast. I work in the BO industry mm-hmm. and truly love listening to Pat and Clayton's predictions, analysis, and recommendations on all things BO. They are hilarious, and I've loved every single episode. Can't miss. Thank you, Kathy Pants. And an industry insider, we do have a lot of those. Of course, we've got Deep Popcorn, and of course, all Scott Mendelson and Jeff Bach and yeah. Brandon Gray and you know Matt Bellany. They're all listeners and guests of this show. But thank you, Kathy Pants, whoever you are working in the BO industry. That was yeah. very nice. Um, let's see. We got another one here. Five stars last week from EK. Important podcast. The perfect way to escape the smell of fish and in-laws at home during the holidays is a nice drive with a nice episode of the BO Boys. Totally agree, though. I say indulge in the smell of fish when you get a chance. Yeah. But, I mean, I will agree we are important. Yes, yes. That is very true. And another five-star review uh, from a user named Kenneth. Five stars, Angel. B.O. Boys is the only weekly box office coverage podcast that you need in your life. You won't get the coverage, the predictions, and the humor on any other show. You've got to get a whiff of their B.O. I see what you did there, Kenneth, and I like it. Yes. So two, two reviews in a row that uh, were smell-based. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, it's what we say at the end. That is true. Okay, yeah. so they're listening. I totally forgot. They listened all the way to the end. RNA. They're super listeners. Yeah. That's great. So thank you for those five-star reviews. Write a five-star review, and uh, we will possibly read it on this show. So, Clayton, is there any email news that you want to go over well uh, um right now we did get a great we did get a great email from wannabeo boy marcus and Mm. the thing with this email is that so marcus is our official anime correspondent yep he's letting us know about some future openings Mm. one is anime another one is a concert film they're coming up we are going to star this email, and mm. when it becomes relevant, we are going to talk about it. But Marcus, we want you to know, we love that you are digging into these specialty releases. So he might not even be the anime correspondent. He might be the specialty release correspondent, Marcus, if you're okay with that, because he's really digging deep into some stuff, and we will talk about it when the time comes but keep sending it keep digging deep because we love to hear it yes yes thank you for being our official anime correspondent boots on the ground reporting thank you marcus thank you Marcus. so uh clayton i think i think we've done it we previewed the weekend we detailed the latest pratt falls of dwayne the rock johnson and uh yeah, I mean it's a it's a big weekend. We got a big movie coming out. It's gonna be very exciting next episode to see what Megan actually does. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Pat, I, I don't think there's anything left to say. 
you know? Except, until next time, we'll smell you at the box of this. Nailed it.